Blog Talk Radio. The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it better. We do think we can, and uh, that's why we're here. This is uh, John Fisher with The Catch on Blog Talk Radio, and we're on every Tuesday night. Uh, We can be, and uh, we love to talk about making the world better through our faith in Christ and discovering how to make connections between our faith, and the culture we live in. So that's always been one of my most exciting things to do is to uh, connect things up like that for myself and then as well for other people. So uh, that's why I love this show. Um, And tonight we have uh, a wonderful guest. We've had him on uh, a couple times before. Um, but he is my older brother, uh, and he is a pastor in Pasadena area and has done a number of things in his life and career. Um, he has, uh, besides pastoring a church, he, uh, he, he started a Bible college and, uh, and taught for many years, uh, through that, um, and, taught his way through the scriptures um and then also they have traveled all around the globe um holding worship symposiums uh with music and dance and all kinds of expression so uh it's uh, really a, really a cool thing that he has done is a very creative family um uh, number of his uh children and grandchildren are are uh well, they're putting on a they're putting on a Christmas play this this year this month, and we're going to get to uh, see it. And uh, believe me, it it's, uh, it, it won't be your typical uh, shepherds and bathrobes deal. Um, this is going to be um, uh, really entertaining, and uh, just because there's so much talent in this family. So, in other words. Um, uh, we are going to talk, though. I've asked David to be available for uh, this show tonight because we are wanting to start a, a three-week uh, revival with three regular meetings once a week. And I'll be writing about this um, in in my weekly uh, articles, uh, catches that we send out every day. And uh, we 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 don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to find out. We just want more of the Lord. We want the Holy Spirit to move in among us, and uh, uh, so we're calling it a revival. And I've asked David to come on and just talk to us in general 
about revival. He's had a little more experience than, than I have, that's for sure. And uh, so uh, I thought it would be a really good way to start out this week is uh, give us some perspective on, on uh, what revivals have been and, uh, and what they are today. So, uh, David, uh, welcome back to Blog Talk Radio. Thanks, John. Always great yeah. to be with you and yeah. uh, to share what I can. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, as I said, I, I don't know a lot about revivals. It hasn't been a big part of my tradition um, or yours when we were growing up as kids, uh, a much more evangelical kind of church we grew up in. And um, uh, I don't know. We didn't. We didn't have anything that I remember even calling uh, a revival. But um, uh, and yet we have had incredible movements of God down through history. And uh, so I, I would like to just open up by talking a little bit about what revivals have been historically, and and maybe what they could be for us today so could you maybe give us a little perspective on that i'll do my best john uh uh i do think evangelical churches have revivals uh throughout maybe the midwest and the south it's kind of a pattern and what is generally meant by a revival is a reviving of the church so they will have every summer uh, kind of an evangelistic revival for a week, and they'll have meetings every night, special speakers to hopefully rekindle in their people an excitement about God and a greater love for Jesus, a greater intimacy, because all of us can get stagnant in our spiritual walk, and we all need encouragement to... uh, the Holy Spirit sometimes is called a blowing wind or burning fire. There's energy in the Spirit of God. So that's one meaning of revival. It's a very general term. A lot of people are familiar with that from the various denominations. But then there's what I call the the foundational or the, gosh, it's hard to explain, God God steps into history and decides to revive something that was ah. in the early was in the early church and died out and uh, there's been a lot of revivals over history like you said um these generally have rediscovered truth that had been stagnant or left behind by the religious culture. Luther Luther stumbled on something when he rediscovered justification by faith. And this just shook Europe. It it formed new churches everywhere. It, it, It caused great growth and great persecution. And John Wesley, a couple centuries later, discovered 
the doctrine of sanctification and giving your whole talent and energy to God and ministering to people. Uh, then a couple centuries later, the Pentecostal revival, as it was called, began, and they rediscovered gifts and, and infilling of the Holy Spirit. So as I look back over church history, a lot of these revivals formed new churches, new denominations, because huh. the previous denominations did not want anything to do with it. So the, when Luther discovered his justification by faith, the Catholics fought it, and, and the Lutheran churches and the Dutch Reformed and the Anglican churches and all those were formed. Then when Wesley came two centuries later, uh, he had a revival around sanctification, and they thought it was over the top. So the Anglicans kicked him out, and the Methodist <laughs> churches and the Holiness churches were born. And then, beginning of the 1900s, when the Pentecostal movement started, none of the other churches wanted anything to do with that, and so the Pentecostal churches were born. So it's almost uh-huh. as if I think all of these truths were meant for everyone, but they got segmented out because of tradition and the hardness of people's hearts. Wow. You know, sometimes, so, David, didn't yep. didn't some of those start... Uh, I mean, they're, they're, I don't think the Pentecostal revival necessarily started like uh, a church going, well, we don't have anything else to do this week. Let's have a revival. Um, yeah, yeah. It was right? all of these, no, all of these things almost seem random, but they weren't from God's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I, I shared before that uh, Jesus was born in the smallest city of Judea, Bethlehem. The prophet said, you're the least of the cities of Judah, but out of you is going to come one who will be ruler. And so God always starts with the poor and the outcast and people that don't have a station they aren't self-important. He bypasses Caesars and Pilots and Herods and Annas and Caiaphas and came to John in the wilderness, uh, wow. a strange man who was preaching outside of society, as it were, and calling yeah. people to repentance. So, yeah. It's, wow. It's, uh, Wait, I have to stop you there, David. I never thought of that. I mean, you could say then that Jesus, uh, that John the Baptist started a revival. Um, yes. To, to bring in the next great move would be Jesus himself. Yes, yes. And it wow. says they flocked, they flocked to him out of Jerusalem in droves wow. because the Spirit of God was powering what was happening. It wasn't just John being a very charismatic guy and on TV every night, you know, and everybody's all hyped. It, it, it's that they heard that something was happening, and and there was an uh, a drawing inside of them, and they wow. went and repented, and and he said, "Bear fruit uh, 
that's proper for righteousness and get your life in order because there's one greater that's coming. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That's great. So um, what though, some of these though, to to decide that we're going to have a revival, that's a little bit different. Um, Yeah. And, and uh, one of the big questions I have, David is, is how, you know, to me, it seems like, even especially the way you just explained it too, that uh, that God is the prime mover behind these things, and uh, uh, and the Holy through the Holy Spirit, and and yet is that not something we can say? Um, okay, God, we want you to move now. <laughs> yeah, I think a little. Of- I think yes and yes. <laughs> um, he, he's always looking for people who want more of him. And when he finds them, he, some, he can sometimes bless them in an unusual way and use them to birth something fresh. And so that's why deciding to have revival, I think, is a good thing because you are saying we need to have more spiritual life revived in our hearts. And I think God appreciates that. You're not, you're not trying to change any doctrine or anything. You're just wanting more of Jesus and more mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And, yeah, and sometimes God surprises us beyond what we had expected. <laughs> yeah. What what would be some of the elements that you would think uh that you think a, a revival needs to have to be well true truly it, a, a true revival. Boy. Some of the some of the big ones that I've described historically have had a praying handful nucleus of people that were serious and calling out for more of God and saw him sometimes day and night. And just, you know, there's people whose prayer life just blows me away. They're just, you know, Billy Graham, Mm -hmm. Billy Graham touched millions and he credits his ministry to about, 10 or 12 ladies that were prayer warriors that were praying for him. So a prayerful seeking of God, if you seek me, you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. So Mm. there's a, yes, we have a role to open up our hearts and say, God, we want more of you. Please come to us in a greater way. It's not to say, He's not in us and not with us. But, man, when you see what's, what God is capable of through people, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So praying, new, uh, a, pray, uh, a lot of prayer support to, to uh, get it going. What, what else? That, apparently that's part of it, yes. And yeah. uh, obviously then this is where it gets – dicey sometimes, (laughs) a willingness to go wherever God 
Rex. And that's where sometimes there's, um, in a way that's not quite understood, or it, it can be both more of what we already know and I want that. I want more of Christ that I already know. Hmm. But then also there's more of his revealing of his power and of himself that we also want to see. So you need to be open and you need to be in prayer and willing and <laughs> uh, yeah. candidates yeah. for God to do something. Cool. Willingness. What else, David? Well, I think you need you need biblical doctrine. You need the Bible. You need to know who Jesus is. So all of this plays a role. That's why I'm saying sometimes revival doesn't have to be a brand new revelation of everything, hmm. but it's a coming back to life a reviving. So it, if you revive something, it implies that it was it was formerly dead or dying or not as active. So you mm-hmm. just want to refresh the memory, <laughs> refresh yeah. the spirit, refresh uh, our expectancy and our hope and our faith in in God reaching out to help people. Uh, um, what about uh, um, you mentioned repentance earlier. Uh, it seems to me that confession is a big part of this. I, I remember yeah. um, after uh, I think it was the year after I left Wheaton College. There was a there was a great uh, revival that happened among the students there, and it was no one no one was leading. There was no um, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it just the students just started coming, and a lot of it was confess. Started out with confessional. They just confessed their sins all over the place. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And that's why when John the Baptist came and when Jesus came, the first thing both of them said was repent for the mm. kingdom of heaven is at hand. So if if one of the things we have to be, that's part of the willingness, is to be willing uh, to change our lives and be available to God. Yeah. Wow. Willing to be honest, willing to yeah, it's a pretty huge challenge. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> what about um, is there is there uh, anything else you can think of that um, plays a role? We have or, learned that uh, worship and worship and praise is a big part of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's that's you mentioned our worship conferences around the world. We've been in 20 yeah. countries, and uh, I have seen just hundreds and thousands of people set free in worship 
with the joy of the Lord and uh, hmm. some people out worship us. We were in <laughs> Bulgaria once and they had an all night worship service seeking God and I went home at one AM. I you know, I'm fairly old and so came back in the morning, they're still there. Some of the kids stayed up all night singing and praising the Lord wow. and uh they just they just so whatever I I I feel this is why it's such a hard question to answer. Whatever brings more of his presence hmm. kicks off hmm. revival. And so that comes through prayer, that comes through uh, worship, that comes through teaching the word, that comes through honesty and repentance. So any all of these things, hmm. our goal is to see the presence of God revealed through and in and among us in a greater way so that everyone is amazed at his glory and his majesty and his love. Mm. Mm. Wow. Uh, do you know of any revivals going on right now <laughs> around the world? Are you aware of anything? Uh, you know, we, I don't know. I, I don't, I can't claim John that I'm, that uh-huh. at this age, we're not going back to the nations we haven't in the last 20 years, yeah. Uh, yeah. that I'm really in touch with that much around the world. Uh, and I'm not really that much involved in the Internet churches. And so there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of Holy Spirit revivals in the nations, a lot of uh, tremendous souls being saved. I mean, Uh unusual things like Jesus showing up in a dream to a Muslim and they, I was Mm -hmm. in Europe once in France with a conference and the pastor said he went, there was a knock at his door and he went and answered it. And this Muslim guy was standing out there. This is northern France. And he said, are you pastor so-and-so? And he said, yeah. He said, your friend Jesus came to talk to me last night. He gave <laughs> me your address. And he said he would not come to see me like this anymore, but you would tell me what to do. Now, what a setup that is. <laughs> and he, he, since then, he had 50 saved Muslims in his church. I mean, stories like that are just out of the book of Acts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that is still going on. Stuff like that's going on all over the yeah. world. Yes, and it's not getting yeah. press. It's not getting press coverage. But right. God doesn't need press coverage, you know. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> you know, I. Do you ever do you ever wonder why we don't hear more of that? Why there isn't more of that going on here? Is it because we've got too much too much oh light? Or oh you know, boy. yeah, <laughs> tough one, isn't it? Boy, I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. like I like I just said, the poor and the needy people just grab hold of Jesus, and they yeah. seem to outstrip us in their 
love and understanding mm. of his heart. And so God is not, God does not parcel himself out in terms of seniority or how many years you've been cranking it out. He, he, wants, <laughs> he wants a, a living relationship. I know the Jesus movement in the 70s, you were talking about yeah. some of those things, swept the earth. Our whole Bible college filled up with mostly students saved in the Jesus movement. Mm-hmm. And this was in the 70s. They, yeah. Some of our guys would go out to the shopping malls and parking lots over the weekend and just walk up to somebody and lovingly smile at them and kind of poke them in the chest and say, do you want Jesus in your heart now? And they'd (laughs) pray. I mean, it's just stuff that we're, that's way outside the, we're so, we're so, I don't know what we're, I don't want to call it conservative necessarily, but we're, we're timid, we're not very bold. Generally speaking, the church is sort of to itself. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that some of that might be uh, uh, not believing that anything can happen? Um, yes, until you see it happen, till someone shows you. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it could be just we're afraid. We're mm-hmm. You know, every I have offered, though, to pray, and I would put this on all of your hearers, listeners. Mm-hmm. I have challenged people to reach out. People today are more available for a word of prayer than ever before. I would guess 90% of the people you ask in the marketplace uh, they're limping along. They're having trouble getting their groceries. Up. Could I pray for you? I, we've seen God answer prayer. Can I wow. say a word of prayer for you? You'd be amazed how many people would say, yeah, that'd be great. And yeah. you don't stop and talk doctrine. You just, can I put my hand on your shoulder or your, you know, uh, you, you just ask permission. You don't come on like a crazy man. But, mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. Uh, conversationally, it's amazing what I've mm-hmm. seen happen right in front of my eyes, and I, I keep thinking, gee, I ought to do this more. But there, it, it, yeah, it's just something, something yeah. that mm-hmm. needs to be jump started in me, probably. Mm. That's amazing, you know that, uh, and 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 even even an unbeliever. Who would turn it down, though? I mean, exactly. You know, an unbeliever goes, well, it can't hurt, you know. I mean, exactly. Sure. Yeah. I, I, it's, a no, it's a no-lose situation. If God's right. real, you know, um, yeah. look, up, look up Second Chronicles 6. When Solomon hmm. dedicated the temple, I use this a lot, he prayed, now, God, any foreigner that is not of your people, Israel, that comes and prays to you in this house, answer whatever he asks. Wow. So 
that he may learn to fear you like we do today. Oh. And I get, I, I yeah. used to be taught that God will never hear the prayer of a non-Christian unless he says, uh, wash my sins away and become my Lord and Savior. Otherwise, you know, you're not on the, you're not on the switchboard. I, I believe, I believe God wants to answer the most natural of prayers. Yeah, I lost my job. My wife's about to divorce me. My kid has some dread disease. Mm. Oh, wow, that's, that's tough. Do you mind if I say a word of prayer? I, I, believe, I believe God hears people and answers. And they'll say, sure. And so yeah. don't get all biblical on them and quote words like regeneration and uh, <laughs> uh, substitutionary atonement and all this. Yeah. And, yeah. and just uh, make it simple, make it short. Making Jesus' prayers were just words sometimes. Get up. Go home. Uh, so Follow we, me. we just Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just we learn to we need to learn to be more wow. spontaneous and more simple. Yeah. 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 Wow. And I'm, pre- I'm preaching to myself, John. I don't do this near enough, but I have done it. Oh, this is great. This is great. Uh, I love the way uh, this has gone, and uh, I love that Second Chronicles 6. Uh, I have to look that up. That's exciting. Yeah, well, that is our, awesome. I love that, too. Our time is up. Um, All righty. Would you mind, David? We are going to start Thursday night. We don't know what to expect. We might have three people. You might have 300. We don't know. Um, well, that's, but, that's where you need to be, at a place yeah. where God does. Would you mind just saying a little prayer for us? Um, sure. As we close here? sure. Thank you, God, for John and his team and his community. And we pray you will answer their desire for more and their need for more and their cry for more and give them more of yourself. And that'll do it in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I believe that. (laughs) This was wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, keep me posted. Okay. For sure. God bless. Well, there you go, folks. Wasn't that good? I'm, I'm ready to be revived. I don't know about you. Fisher on Radio. This was good. Connecting life. Stay with us. Come Thursday night. Get your pet. Go to petsonfisher.com. If you don't get it, sign up. We'll have the link for our Thursday night get together. Okay? Don't miss it what's going on. God bless all of you. Thanks for
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.